Hello, hello, hello. How's everybody doing on this wonderful, probably, day? Uh, I'm Brad. That's Mike. We're Dallas Geek. Mike, how you doing? I am good, Brad. How are you doing today? On this lovely, lovely question mark day. <laughs> uh, not bad, actually. Uh, you know, we survived good. the... Good. Uh, we we survived uh, the day winter came, and um, yeah, I, I I think that's at least some sign of success for us. Yeah. So I'm I'm we survived. Win. We survived the day after tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, in fairness, or as yeah. South or as South Park referred to it, two days before the day after tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, though, uh, a massive freeze brought on by global warming does feel unfortunately prescient uh, for just absolutely the wrong director's ego. Oh, <laughs> uh, but with that, guys, thank you so much for joining us. If this is your first time checking us out, as always, please do not forget to check out the rest of our content uh, over on uh, what, what where, where are we Mike uh, it was uh, oh yeah Apple Podcasts Spotify iHeartRadio Google Podcast and Stitcher uh, you'll be able to get the audio of all of our live shows our interviews and of course these wonderful audio podcast exclusives uh, and you can get the videos of our live shows and interviews over at Facebook and YouTube because you know reasons yeah <laughs> so clearly I myself need more coffee this morning uh so mm -hmm. with that uh mike what are we talking about today uh yes <laughs> now so um i'm <coughs> oh, sorry did, didn't mean to uh, get you to laugh while you were swallowing liquids <laughs> over there sorry about that bud i mean uh, uh. um so what we are talking about is something that's actually been discussed quite often lately it seems what with the pc police running around and canceling everybody is well, the can't really theory... call that a, a bad thing in some of their cases i mean are, are you re really going to say that you know um brian singer or uh harvey weinstein or uh spacey were necessarily bad uh cancels um, I'm not going to comment on Singer. <laughs> my, my fandom will not allow me to, sir. That's fair. Um, we're talking about the concept of the death of the author. Yes. Air quotes. So, um, for those of you who have not heard of Death of the Author, there's some great video essays out on YouTube about that. Go check them out. Um, but the general concept is, you know, can you appreciate... Uh, work of art uh, in a vacuum uh, regardless of the things the creator has said or done um, now uh, you know it, whether or not you can is one thing whether or not ethically and morally you should is another and that is really where a lot of the uh, very heated debate comes up because uh, you know, it, it's easy to be able to say that 
you know, something like um, House of Cards. Uh, you know, uh, yes, Kevin Spacey, awful person. You know, you should not support anything he does. Or, you know, J.K. Rowling. Uh, she has uh, decided that Twitter is the place to uh, spew all of her uh, unfortunate thoughts and opinions on gay and trans people. Uh, and so, you know, you don't really want to go out and financially support that. But at the same time, there were a lot of other people involved in the making of the Harry Potter movies. There were a lot of other people involved in the making of the show for House of Cards. So is the one person uh, who screwed up and, and did some really bad things enough to uh, negate all of that other hard work? Or is it okay to continue to support those works even if you don't support the creator? I don't know. I, I think that that gets really difficult. Uh, I, I don't know. What, what, what do you think, Mike? I think it's... I, I don't need to know about a person as a... Sorry, let me rephrase that. I don't need to know about a human being to appreciate the art that they make. <laughs> right? Like, so, I don't, like, Woody if, Allen... It, it, you know, his personal life doesn't affect your uh, appreciation of Annie Hall. Woody Allen's just creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. Like, that's... That's just fucking weird, that whole situation. But There's so many reasons. I, it is. Oh, Sorry, so it is. It's weird, but I... I don't know. I'm one of those people that can separate the art from the artist. Um... You know, I think it's it comes down to a question of if you can separate that and if it's something that you get enjoyment out of, you know, what harm does it actually do? So here, in my mind, uh, here here's the hardest line uh, for me to get past. Um, hmm. There is the death of the author in the original literary sense, you know. Uh, if you were going to go out and buy the book of an author who is notoriously racist or sexist or homophobic or whatever, um, yes, the publisher and everybody that works at the publisher, the editors, everything, you know, they technically contributed, uh, but the person primarily financially benefiting from the purchase of a book is the author. Uh, so it's easier, even if you love the book, it's easier, uh, in my mind to say, well, I don't want to financially support the author, so I'm not going to buy the books. If I already have the book, that's not going to stop me from necessarily enjoying the book, but I'm not going to go out and continue to financially help that author. Um, you know, like for example, um... Orson Scott Card. Uh, I love the Interest Game uh, franchise. I, I love all the books in the, uh, that's, well, those series. Um, but Orson Scott Card is notoriously sexist and homophobic, anti Semitic, 
uh, and has some very unfortunate. Sounds like he sounds like my kind of guy. Racial bias. Uh, I mean, just reading Ender's Game, if you are paying attention to the way he describes certain characters, he's not. You know, it's he's not hiding it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know the, the the fact that he describes uh, the the one Jewish character in the entire book uh, as focusing exclusively on these dimensions of his nose and his rat-like appearance is not exactly hiding his thoughts on Jews. Um, but that doesn't mean that uh, I I like the stories any less. I just I, I choose not to financially contribute to his well-being um but you get to something like harry potter now it's not just a book you're talking books that were made into movies and the movies were fantastic and the movies had uh, a whole slew of actors and directors and editors and a whole production teams that will continue to financially benefit from the success of the movies while also contributing to the financial success of jk rowling herself and With this that's point, where, in my mind, it gets much, much messier. Well, so, I guess... It doesn't matter to me somebody's personal beliefs on an issue. Because when they're making that work of art, that's not who they are. If that makes sense. Okay, so then let me toss out uh, a really controversial one that, you know, maybe one of the uh, oldest in, in modern cinema, Roman Polanski. He's made some what did fantastic Roman movies. Do? He child didn't do rape. anything wrong, did he? Child I, rape. I, it was a joke, Brad. It was chi a joke. Chi oh, well, child okay. rape. Child rape. Yeah, we're, he is the original pedo that's, bear. That's fair. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, God, yes. But at the same time, I mean, you know, Rosemary's Baby. Fantastic movie. Mm -hmm. um, yep. Chinatown. Holy yep. hell. Uh, one of Jack Nicholson's yep. best performances. Um, Although now, now the subject matter of Chinatown kind of makes more sense. <laughs> well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, The Ninth Gate. Uh, you know, the pianist. I mean, the fucking pianist. Uh, I, I mean, there, there's so many movies that he's done that were absolutely essential pieces of modern cinema. But mm -hmm. it's Roman fucking Polanski. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's one thing... It's one thing to try to make the argument, you know, the, you know, enjoy the films that were made before everybody knew about the accusations. If you really want to try to dice it up like that, feel free. But honestly, uh, it's never really been not known uh, about his predilections uh, in Hollywood. It's just kind of came mm -hmm. to the forefront, uh, you know. Uh, after a certain point that people couldn't ignore anymore. So, I mean, how does that affect your ability to enjoy his movies? Or, or does it? it? I was gonna say, like, it is It is a movie. It is, you know, I shut my brain off from the outside world during the two... Nowadays, it's two and a half, 
sure. hours that that film is on, and I am immersed in that world. Like that's that's all it is to me. But I made peace with the fact a long time ago that Hollyweird is a nickname for Hollywood for a reason because nobody in Hollywood is fucking normal. No. Well... And at this point, you should expect them all to be scummy fucking people. So what about the movies uh, that are made by directors or with actors after uh, allegations have come out and been more or less proven even if it hasn't been in court? Like, for example, The Pianist. You know, that, uh, that came out in 2002. And that was well mm-hmm. after the first accusation uh, against Roman Polanski. Yep. And uh, watch Adrian Brody's career got Adrian Brody an Oscar. Yeah. It, yeah. It, right. That's the one that got Adrian Brody's Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. 2002 Oscar, yeah, but 2001 okay. movie. So yeah. No. I mean, uh, right. you know, looking at something like that, you know, that that was well after. You know, it was no longer just a, a Hollywood secret. It was you know t- uh, headlines uh, for years mm-hmm. at that point. Um, when you know about something like that, can you, in good conscience, see a new movie from a director like that, uh, justifying it by saying, well, the actions of that director don't matter because of everybody else on the crew? Or does that only apply to the things that was made that were made before the accusations were made public? Yeah, I guess, look, I guess to be honest with you, I guess this comes down to an individual stance. Um, you know, I I go to the movies to be entertained. I look to my movie stars and my directors and my writers, musical artists, that kind of stuff for entertainment, not for moral guidance. So, I mean, if you're, if you're idolizing these people anyway, you're don't want to be that guy but you're kind of fucking up to begin with Hmm. so i don't know man i i take a more you're appreciating the art not the artist approach Mm -hmm. sure like sorry i can i can recognize that somebody's amazing at something that they do that is entertaining and brings joy to a lot of people and I can recognize that fact outside of the fact that they're a shit person. Sure. So, in your mind, the concept of death of the author, um, that can apply to art even uh, that is made by somebody that has done something awful even after that's been made public. And the thing that you're enjoying was made after that public uh, understanding. I mean, yeah. Okay. You know, the other thing too, the other thing too that I also go into with it, the mentality of is, is uh, unless this goes to court and unless it's proven or unless this person, I am always of the mindset of guilty until, or innocent until proven guilty. You know, sorry, but we're kind of watching that unfold right now with Johnny Depp. Like, you want to talk about the bad side of cancel culture. Yeah, oh no, the the Johnny Depp thing. There it is right there. Fucked up. Yeah. 
you know, dude, dude leaves Fantastic Beasts, which mm-hmm. uh, J.K. Rowling. Sure. People are calling for J.K. Rowling to be taken out of, or taken away from the Fantastic Beasts franchise, even though she's the creator and writer of it. And mm-hmm. people like Amber Heard are not only not being pulled, but they're actively have the backing of the studio that no, no, we're we, we've got we've got her back. Okay. So, going into the idea of cancel culture and how it applies to this topic, um, mm-hmm. I feel like it gets into a bit of murky water when it comes to the the specific things that uh, a, a person has been. Accused, accused of, of or has been uh, proven of. Like, the most sure. recent one, Joss Whedon. Uh, so mm-hmm. far, the only thing he's officially been accused of and has more or less been confirmed is he has uh, a history of being an abusive director uh, and right. is you know verbally abusive, emotionally abusive to the people that work for him. Um, and, you know... In today's uh, Hollywood climate, that's not acceptable. But then you look back at how many uh, directors, how many um, people in Hollywood that are put up as you know some of the best that uh, cinema has ever seen were exactly that way. I mean, look at um, yep. Hitchcock or um, oh. Son of a bitch. A 2001 Space Odyssey. Kubrick. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. look at uh, both oh, of yeah. them. Two guys that are considered some of the best uh, that Hollywood's ever seen, uh, that cinema has ever seen, and yet they were notoriously abusive to the people that worked with them. Uh, and, and that was just understood. It still is, and yet it doesn't stop people from being able to enjoy their films. So... Does the accusation, you know, does the specific accusation change the ability of whether or not you can enjoy something, or, or should it, or, or right. should that even come into play uh, with, if you truly believe in death of the author? Yeah, like I look, like like you said, everything that's coming out with Joss right now is showing that you know he's an asshole, right? Like he's somebody that you know put people down, put them in their put them in their place, did it sometimes for his own enjoyment. Oh, okay, so he's he's a dick. Got it. Yeah. Wow. Somebody that's somebody that's a writer, creator, and director likes to throw power around. Shocker. Like this is my this is my Pikachu meme face. Yeah. Like, I, sorry, but at what point are we just going to... I don't want to say that I'm desensitized to it, but like I said, like, it's now to the point where when something comes out, I'll just be like, no, that doesn't surprise me. So, okay. Well, then let me ask you this. In hmm. your mind, should there be a difference as far as Hollywood and the public is concerned between the idea of death of the author and the concept of legitimate 
canceling of uh, an individual for the things they have done. Like, for example, um, Kevin Spacey. Let, let's let's go back to mm-hmm. him. Uh, it, is there a point where you can say, okay, look, I will continue to enjoy the thing, uh, the movies that uh, Kevin Spacey did because they were amazing, and he wasn't the only one involved. But mm-hmm. what he did was so fucked up, he should not be allowed to work uh, in Hollywood again because he is legitimately a. Uh, danger to the people that work with him uh, and so, uh, others around him. Is there a point in your mind where that distinction needs to be made? And if so, um, how is that distinction made? Is that a, an institutional thing? Is that a public thing? So, what what what's the best way to that that should be handled in in your th- opinion? Well, so number one, I've never been a fan of the whole lynch mob mentality. Like, sure. oh, we're all going to band together and we're going to cancel them. And we're going to, like, no. Like, there's there's better ways to do it, number one. Um, if, if this person actually did all of this, then we need to go to court and we need to... Because just in, in, in the context of Kevin Spacey, um, like, why is this man not behind bars kind of thing, right? Like, that's that's kind of where my first and foremost thing goes. But sure. I guess my my pushback to that would be is is that much like Harvey Weinstein, like, there were, there were rumors and there was talk for years of it. Mm-hmm. And not just like, hey, man, I heard. It's like, no, like, this is a, this is a thing. Mm-hmm. So then why did nobody do anything about it? And do those people get held to the same standard that a Kevin Spacey or a Harvey Weinstein? Like, how many Harvey Weinstein jokes have there been for years about him pushing on women? And him? Like, fucking Tina Fey jokes about it all the time on 30 Rock. What's the, fuck, what's the line the one character says? Like, I'll have you know that I declined, Kev, uh, I declined sex with Harvey Weinstein on three out of five occasions. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Uh, like the, the, yeah, but but it's so much like but the only reason they're doing it, and then what all the all the jokes McFarlane made about him, yeah, over the years I think one of them was at the Golden Globes or the Oscars if I remember right or the Emmys one of those Emmys yeah oh yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I do remember that one yeah uh. <laughs> and like you and you kind of hear the audible ooh like every one of those motherfuckers in that room knew. Well, I Some mean, you, you heard the reaction, but if you looked the mm-hmm. reaction on camera, uh, there may have been a lot of people going, ooh, but nobody was actually booing. They were, it was more no. like, oh, shit. And if you looked at the faces, not a single person in that room looked genuinely surprised or angry nope. by the comments. It was more, oh, fuck, he said it out loud. He said the quiet part so out do, loud. Only sorry, yeah, their yeah, idea of the quiet part quiet out loud. Part. So then do we cancel all of those people? All those people that knew and did nothing? <laughs> so. Because they're just as complicit, are they not? Yes. And that's where I think the biggest issue here when it comes to uh, the full circle on death of the author is. Uh, where the biggest problem with the concept exists today and it's that Mm -hmm. 
especially when it comes to movies, uh, but really in general when it comes to fame. Um, we have, as the general entertaining public, uh, we have become so expecting that this is just the way it all works, that everything has to be bad, everything has to be shit. Uh, uh, about Hollywood that um, we have never as the public stopped and expected better from uh, the people that create the entertainment that we enjoy. In my mind, uh, the biggest issue here is not whether uh, Death of the Author is a problematic idea, it's the fact that the institutions that create the entertainment that we enjoy are not being held to a higher standard as far as their normal operating procedures. Um, I think if Hollywood or uh, you know the, the major publishing houses for books or you know even the public at large uh, would step back and uh, say one way or another, this is going to get fixed and. You know, we are no longer going to accept this kind of behavior as the norm, and it somehow got totally rooted out of the creative side of the industry, and that got cleaned up. Once that could happen, coming back to the pieces of work that were made by those shit human beings would be a lot easier to uh, extract the art from the creator and be able to enjoy the art in a more uh, standalone form. But as long as that is the behavior that continues to exist on the, the studio, the publisher, whatever side, um, it gets a lot muddier because it now Death of the Author almost feels like complicity uh, rather than uh, an attempt to enjoy the art. So then I guess I guess my pushback to that would be is why are we How do I phrase this? <laughs> and keep so in mind I legitimately believe in Death of the Author. I'm I'm not I'm not actually trying yes. to say uh, that trying to enjoy oh, art for the sake of art is, you know, it, it is complicity, but yeah, I, it does feel like that at times because uh, this continues to happen. No, so I guess I guess my pushback would be is I don't I don't expect moral. Hmm. I don't expect moral perfection from an entertainer. I don't expect the people that are providing me my entertainment and telling me stories to entertain me and they get paid to do it. I don't expect them to be Jesus, if that makes sense. Even if some I don't of them expect think them they to are. Be... <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> very much so. Um, but I don't expect them to be like I, I, I don't want to say it, but like I don't, I, they're not role models. No, no, but I, I think there is a difference between they're not 
No, they're, they're not really people to look up to. And, well, I'm okay with, you know, I, I, I'm okay with abusive, rapey people being the ones responsible for providing my entertainment. I, I think there is yeah, a, no, a difference not. there. No, I, I mean, yeah, no, you, you, we've talked about this before, uh, you know, as you've continually pointed out, nobody gets into acting because they had a healthy childhood. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, nobody's in Hollywood. Yeah, and yeah. so yeah, what's the, that's the the Conan O'Brien joke from the the Golden Globes or the Emmys? Like, yeah. don't thank your family. Nobody in this room is, has a nobody in this room had a normal upbringing because you work in Hollywood. Yeah, and, and that's that's where I I can look at it and, and say, okay, yeah, no, I'm never going to expect uh, actors or directors or anybody in the creative realm to necessarily mm -hmm. be role models if they choose to be role models like for example uh Dwayne the Rock Johnson I don't know if I'm ever uh, gonna be capable of not throwing in the rock portion uh, of his moniker but um, you're not yeah I, I honestly uh, if they choose to be role models uh that's cool that, that, that's on them, though. Yep. That was their choice. Uh, by yep. default, just because somebody is famous, I don't assume that they are supposed to be a role model. That is a choice that they can make for themselves. But I, at the same time, I, I still think that there is a, there's a difference between understanding, oh, that person's not a role model, and... It shouldn't really be acceptable that, you know, th these truly shitty people uh, are the ones making the things that we enjoy. I, I think there needs to yeah, be a, look, a line look. in the sand at some point and somehow, some way that needs to get cleaned up uh, because I, I don't like feeling morally conflicted when I go uh, to see a new movie uh, wondering, well, shit who in this cast or even the director is getting ready to be outed uh, as soon as I finish watching this as being the next, uh, you know, garbage person. I, I, yeah, I don't like look, feeling look, that. Now, look, if you're if you're doing something that's illegal, if you're committing crimes, if you're committing crimes against children, if you're, you know, abusive, if you're yes. all of those things, anti-Semitic, racist, all of that. And I don't just mean like saying... Words. I mean, like, actively going out and spewing hate and actually, like, calling yes. for violence against, like, minorities and people of certain religions and everything like that. Then, yes, absolutely. Like, there's the door. Don't even take a fucking bagel. Mm -hmm. Get the fuck out. Don't even take a bagel. Well, if they're anti-Semitic, you... would they want a bagel? Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm terrible. Uh... <laughs> no, no, that's funny. It's really fucking funny. Um, <laughs> but I, we also are coming to this very kind of, I don't want to say scary, but it is kind of scary to sit there and look and just anybody that wants to ruin somebody's life, you get enough people together, you can do it. And yeah. I'm, I'm, I keep going back to Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah. Well, it's because... the dangers of social media. The more connected we are, the easier it is for everything to fall apart, for better or worse. Well, my other problem with it is, is 
the collective mob choosing what is morally like what is morally right sure like with like in the case of johnny depp like we don't know what's going on with that one side accused one side of one thing one side accused the other side of the other thing it mm. looks like there may be evidence of both of them doing it well it, you know it, you have you have videos and audio of of shit being thrown at people and people yelling and screaming at each other like okay that's it's pretty bad right yeah well, like and, yelling and at your I, spouse denigrating I mean, your spouse you talk about stuff, abusive but... relationships i mean yes there are a lot a lot of examples of one-sided abuse yes. that is absolutely mm -hmm. a, a terrible thing that i mean you have a responsibility to step in if you witness it to try to protect the the victim party but at the same time you and i both know that there are plenty of instances of mutual abuse uh within mm -hmm. relationships where that that's just it's a back and forth both neither people are perfect neither people uh, are uh, you know, not to blame. You know, they're both victims. They're both the, the aggressors. There isn't a clean answer. Now, can you say that if one happens to be more abusive than the other, that uh, the one that's less abusive is technically the the qualified victim in that scenario? I don't know. I, I think that that gets really, really complicated. Um, but it... it Regardless of what ends up coming out, uh, if we ever do get the full story from the Johnny Depp thing, um, it, it does demonstrate the the biggest problem with all this of trying to, you know, litigate this in the court of public opinion uh, rather than you know the actual fucking courts. Yep. The other problem that I have with it too is is what determines you being canceled right mm. like so obviously if you're doing stuff to children yes we need to string yeah. you up and and call it a fucking day yeah but so if I, I just hypothetically throwing it out there like like the wolf of wall street like if you have a guy like dicaprio's character in the wolf of wall street like running around like fucking snorting blow out of hooker's asses and cheating on his wife left and right do we cancel that person well, technically, what he didn't do was wrong. Technically, adultery is bad, yes. But mm. you're, you're going to tell me that now I get to ruin that person's life and cancel that person's life because they did that? Or, or we have to hold them to a, a higher morality standard because, what, they're on TV or they're on movies? No, they're people. They're people with a lot of money. Well, so technically, uh, Jordan Belfort didn't get canceled. He's still just as fucking wealthy as no. Uh, ever. No, Which, no, 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 no. You know, no, no. you, you uh, look at I mean, that, and, and it does it does kind of show a, a where the the double standard exists. You know, because no, no, I meant he, it from you know somebody like that. He's wealthy. He got away with a lot, but yeah. Now in now he's still considered. You know somehow uh, uh an expert in finances and, and still gets called on uh to guest commentate uh for various news mm -hmm. outlets when uh 
financial things happen. But, you know, uh, if an actor were to do all of the things that he did that got him in trouble, um, the actor would be seen as morally reprehensible uh, because there is a different standard that the public seems to hold between, oh, that's just a wealthy prick versus, oh, they're an actor. Oh my gosh. Even though the actions are fucking identical. Well, so, and then that also comes to, comes back to, you know, I, I like to refer to it as deifying a person. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like thinking that the person is a deity and can do no wrong. No, they're a person. They can do plenty of shit wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they can do plenty morally questionable shit. Oh, yeah. So, you know, at, w- at what point, like I said, at what point do we just... I get it. Look, we, we expect people to be people, or not to be people, however you want to look at it, that. Um, well. But, like, at, 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 yeah, right? But at what point are we just going to say, okay... This is art. I am watching art, or I am listening to art, or I am taking in art. The person that makes it, I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't give a shit. I don't, I don't give a shit about their political views. I don't give a shit about who their favorite sports teams are. I don't give a shit about the people that they hang out with. I don't. Do I care that you're, you know, are are you using your art to? push an agenda that calls for violence against people? Are you pushing an agenda that calls for the exploitation of people? No? You're just, you're, you're telling me a story about X or Y? Alright, cool. Good talk. Well, I don't know. I mean, just remember, Epstein didn't kill himself. So Epstein didn't kill himself. Fuck the Clintons. Now, if I kill myself, you'll know something's up. <laughs> oh man! And but we yeah, don't, yeah. But we don't. We don't even need to go into pol- into the political side of this. Oh. Dude, if if we tried to get into the uh, the political side of you know morally bankrupt uh, and cancel culture mm-hmm. and, and any of that shit, we'd never stop. Uh. <laughs> but unfortunately, and and you know, and I say unfortunately because cancel culture it doesn't look like it's going anywhere. And sorry, but no. I, so and that's yeah because of concepts like death of the author. Uh, that's where cancel culture. I think there needs to be a merging of the concepts of cancel culture and death of the author, and how the public reacts and handles uh, these issues because while there needs to be a bit more separation uh, between the art and the artist uh, within the general public, at least in my opinion, um, at the same time there needs, uh, I I think that the idea of trying to clean up the problems uh, that exist in Hollywood and beyond still need to keep going and there, there needs to be a balance between 
you know, what we consider to be cancel culture today and, uh, you know, an appreciation of the art and everybody that was actually involved in creating that art, not just the one garbage person. And there, there needs to be well, a so way to balance to, the two. We also need to, like, cancel culture just needs to go the fuck away. It does. Well, no. Like, the fact cancel that Cancel culture the, as the it is today, the, yes. But the idea behind it needs, uh, I, I think, still needs to stick around. It just needs to be better handled. It doesn't need to be the public says, oh, you did one bad thing, you're gone. It needs to uh, shift to something more reasonable of saying, hey, let's get rid of uh, the people that are legitimately awful and try to make this a better place. Because cancel culture really seems like it's coming out of a place of people just finally getting too tired of how many awful people have been allowed to continue being awful and uh, it's become uh, an extreme reaction to people's uh, disgust at that continuing to happen rather than a more reasoned reaction of we need to just get rid of the the awful people and you know uh, get to a point where we can feel better about ourselves for enjoying the things that we enjoy because it's, they're not made by the, the these terrible people anymore. Well, unfortunately, cancel culture it it, it is it is the mob rule. Like yeah. it cannot it cannot exist. Cancel culture can't exist in a ruly level-headed way. Sure. Because it's literally people just saying, "Oh my God, this person just needs to go." Okay, so they need to go. Okay, so what did they do? Well, they did X and Y. Okay, so let's go ahead and let's gather the evidence. Let's take them. Well, no, we're just going to ruin their lives. And we're just going to, well, okay. So without due process, without actually that person being able to defend themselves, you're literally just going to go ahead and ruin their life. Oh, and if it ends up being unfounded or untrue, hmm. you're not held accountable. That person's life is still ruined. Like, no, go fuck yourselves. Yeah. Eat shit and kill yourself, signed everybody. You're shitty hmm. people. Like, so this is that... why, this is why, this is why you don't let the people with the pitchforks decide things. Well, and that, and that's torches. where I, I think if Hollywood uh, were to actively try to clean itself up and not like just give the appearance of cleaning themselves up, but actually cleaned themselves up, I, I right. think a lot of the public backlash would start to calm down. Because, you know, like, like I said, I, I feel like so much of cancel culture has just come from people being fed up with uh, Hollywood not governing itself. You know, Hollywood being uh, allowing this shit to continue. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know how it would happen. Uh, but it, I, I feel like there, if something were to come from within Hollywood to try to fix the system, it, the, the public backlash would start to subside at least from what it is today well and then the other problem with cancel culture as it is today too is that people are using it as a tool to also silence people that they don't agree with whether they did something wrong or not sure although we're not going to talk about because that's a that's a very very different can of worms (laughs) yeah but unfortunately it's happened to plenty of people like her well james gunn like you say yeah, yeah. Like, I I seem to remember James Gunn making a lot of pedophile jokes, and he was terminated, and then went and made a movie for the competition, and now he's back. Mm-hmm. 
so I I don't yeah. I, I just I that doesn't that doesn't seem to balance with me number one. Mm -hmm. Um number two, I do find it funny that Gina was held accountable for using the Jews during the uprise of Nazi Germany when we need to look at who founded Disney Studios and what he thought of the Jews. Wow, so we're we're going there with Uncle Walt, huh? Uncle Walt. It's like Uncle Joe. <laughs> that man's not my uncle. Stop sniffing me. Get the fuck away from me. Uh, oh, wait, I'm not a 14-year-old girl, so he won't sniff me. Well, you, you did have uh, pigtails at one point, so... I did, that's true, I did have pigtails. Um, but no, but I, I... So now, like, if we're... But, like, that also brings up a point that I've made, which is, so now are we going to retroactively cancel Disney as a company because it was founded by a <laughs> a guy that, you know, let's let's be honest, he was a Nazi sympathizer and he was vehemently anti-Semitic against the Jews. Yeah, so... So, does that mean that Disney World and Disneyland need to close down and we need to burn all copies of our... You well, know, should Volkswagen? Goofy movies and... Should Volkswagen yeah. be closed? I mean, they were a Nazi institution before, uh, you mm -hmm. know, the, the Nazi collapse. Mercedes. Mercedes yeah. made shit for the Nazis during the war. Just saying. Uh, but yeah, no. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I, where I do think... We, like, where do we draw the line? Yeah, I, I think uh, just because we, we could honestly keep going on about this, uh, but... I, I do feel like we've ranted quite a bit on it already. Um, Just a little bit. I, I, I think a lot of things it, it, regarding uh, cancel culture and the, the comfort people have with the idea of death of the author would drastically benefit from systemic corrections to problems that have existed for so long. But whether or not we're ever actually going to see any of that, um, I mean, I I have no idea, honestly. Maybe, you know, two, three generations from now when just so much of the public gets on to the bandwagon that of, you know, these things need to be fixed to the point where enough of, you know, certain institutions have been replaced by the people that have these beliefs, maybe then... But I honestly couldn't tell you if uh, we would ever see that happen in our lifetimes. So uh, I guess we'll just have to wait and see, but I'm not holding my breath. Uh, I wouldn't either. Until then, though. Uh, yeah. Uh, ser uh, if you guys have any additional thoughts on this topic, you know, feel free to let us know. Um, however... You, you feel like, you know, tweet us, DM us, just, you know. Uh, but seriously, guys, with that, uh, thank you so much for listening to us uh, rant on about this for, shit, 47 minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, I mean, and feel free to comment, you know. Feel free to, yeah. to let us know. Do you guys agree with us, or do you think we're shitty human beings that need to get canceled? Uh, tempting fate as we are. Uh but with that, guys, thank yes. you so much, uh, as always, for joining us. If this is your first time checking us out, uh, please do not forget that you can 
uh, check out the videos of our interviews and live shows over on YouTube and Facebook, and you can uh, catch the audio from our live shows, interviews, and now these audio-exclusive podcasts over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. So, until next time, I'm Brad, that's Mike, we're Dallas Geek, and see ya. Thank you.